What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode, the last episode of the year of the Dense Pixels podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. Well, since it is the last episode of the year, later on, we will be going through our top five games of the year, or in Terrence's case, the five games that came out this year that he played (laughs) this year. Interesting. I only played five (laughs) games that came out this year. And uh, we get to hear all about your games of the year for 2017 because that's our question of the week but we have a bit of stuff to get through before that including terrence playing the gaming phenomenon of 2017 checking it out for the first time on his xbox yeah that is uh player unknown's battlegrounds um i got to play it for the first time last night um there have been articles about how terrible the game runs on Xbox. It probably doesn't run very well on like a like an original Xbox three, Xbox One. Terrence is frozen. It's, apparently, it's that's run that's a little. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little shaky it's on the Xbox. Big time there, buddy. It, yeah, uh, but um, <laughs> look, when you first start, it's a hundred people in the lobby. Like it starts out and everybody, a hundred people are just running around this little area, just waiting to get on the plane. The frame rate is probably like 15 (laughs) frames per second because you got around just doing stupid shit. Then once you get in the plane itself, it jumps up maybe to like 17. You can't really tell. But once you actually jump out of the plane and you dive into wherever you want to start off on the map, it levels out. It, It like it stays between like 25 and 30. Um the game itself is fun. Like I don't know which one I like. I've played both um Fortnite and this. I like the aesthetic of Fortnite, but I like the gameplay of PUBG a little bit more. Um you have to be a little bit more strategic. Uh, you can build buildings and shit in in Fortnite and that's cool and all. Like the map is a lot more detailed in PUBG. Um, the controls are incredibly convoluted like because it's a PC game. They had to, to, they had to design the controls to work on a controller. Yo, I didn't even know how to heal myself for like 10 minutes. I looked at a control map for that game and I would, as someone who plays console shooters, I wouldn't even know where to begin. It's a fucking mess though. <laughs> like, it like, looks like a fucking nightmare. What the fuck am I doing? I didn't know. I didn't know how to put attachments on my gun. Like me, I'm sitting in a bathroom trying to. I'm looking at the controls. Like, I, what? I don't can know you cu- to- can you customize them at all? Good luck. <laughs> like, there's so many <laughs> controls. Like you can. You gotta like tap the right bumper to go into first person mode. If you hold it, you like, something else happens. Like you press X to to interact, you gotta hold it to reload. Um, like left down on the D pad switches to to your uh, your health packs or some shit. I don't know how to use it so, outside of the menu. So they literally took the PC control rig and instead of like changing maybe how the game would work on console, they're just like, nope, we're just gonna literally map controls to buttons. Like we're gonna throw everything in here. Like it's like. Yo, it doesn't need to be that difficult. Why, like, if you want me to, you... <laughs> like, you got to go into your pause menu. I guess that makes sense. You got to go into the pause menu to like put the the new grips and shit that you find on the ground on your gun to like make them act more accurate. Um, it's 
it's chaos. <laughs> like just fucking around with the control scheme itself. I'm assuming once you learn, it's like like second nature. But goddamn, there's like 30 different things that you got that you can do on the controller, and it's just way too much. But can, the uh, can you put uh, can you use a uh, USB keyboard? I don't know. It's possible because they do have that option. I think they made that available that you can use a USB keyboard for certain games on the Xbox One. I don't know if they've impl- implemented it yet, but they're, it's coming if, if it's not already there. But yeah, uh, I would assume some people would probably enjoy that. Like me, I can, I'm not going to do it because I don't use a keyboard. I, I hate using a keyboard. That's why I don't do PC games. I mean, I know you can control, you can plug a controller in now, but and it's expensive. So if once you get in and you like running around, you got to find, you have to find your weapons. So you run into a house, pick up a pistol or a gun. My first match, um, I ran into a house. They had no fucking guns and a whole bunch of ammunition. I'm like, well, what the fuck? What it? Why is all this ammo with no guns? This is fucked up. But then I heard two people outside the house and they came running in and I was in the bathroom and I opened up the door and they were punching each other. And I'm like, well, okay, that's cool. So they had beaten each other up. One guy died. And then I ran up and punched the other guy in the face and killed him. And then I ran into another house and finally found a pistol. Uh, and But that, again, like sound is super important. So I was wearing headphones. Found a pistol. A guy came running around. You can hear him footsteps. He opened the door. And I was just kind of standing there in the doorway <laughs> with my gun drawn at the door and shot him in the head. I thought that was two kills, my first match. And then I got stuck in a red zone and blew up. <laughs> like it's a fun game man like it's it's still in early development i don't know when they're going to be doing updates for it because they need to really do something about that that uh that frame rate when it first starts out and again it's a hundred people on a fucking bat when it's starting out so that's a lot of fucking assets that they need to constantly be streaming into this one big ass map so i can see why it's a problem even on the pc apparently it's a problem as well maybe they should but- get some of the developers that worked on mag <laughs> so they could they could take advantage of that sixty four on sixty four player That's action. Two weeks worth of that obscure ass game mag that played in a row. They could, they, could, they could also get the people that did the one versus one hundred game on uh, on Xbox three sixty that you could that you can never get into. I actually got into it a couple times. I was in the crowd though. I never got to be the one. Um, so yeah, you were the one hundred. Yeah. Uh, like they would start at like seven o'clock or some bullshit. It was ridiculous. You, <laughs> it's fun. Like I enjoy it. It's it's a fun little game. Uh, apparently it's the most played game of 2017. Uh, they have many billion ama- hours invested into it so far. A million, 1.5 million concurrent players at a time. Sometimes. It's fucking insane. Um, <clears throat> and the other game that I picked up uh, a couple of days ago is the surge. This game is developed by Focus Interactive, I think. Um, they did Lords I of Lords. They did Lords of the Fallen first. This is like basically their second game of this type. It's it's a uh, Dark Souls type game, but only it takes place in a futuristic warehouse. You play this dude. He's, I guess, he's crippled. Uh, he go. He works for this company called Creo, or he goes to 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 work for this company called Creo, and he, they basically put you in a rig and you work for this company. Once you get in a rig, you're stuck in it forever. Um, something goes wrong. He wakes up and he no, and apparently he's like a ninja. 
He knows how to use all kinds of weapons. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but the gameplay is is pretty solid. And the game looks really good as well. Dual combat is it's it's Dark Souls. It's actually it's more like Bloodborne. Like it's a lot faster than Dark Souls. Um, and in order to upgrade your weapons and, and your your um your rig, which you have to do, which is pretty cool, you have to target a body part when you're fight in the fight with somebody. Once you get to a certain point, you hit the X button for a for a contextual kill. If you cut that body part off, it gives you the part to upgrade the parts that you have, or you get a a brand new part. So you cut the leg off, and it's like, oh, I got this new leg piece. Then you got to go back to like a save point or like a bonfire that they would have in a in um Dark Souls, and you can upgrade it. <clears throat> or if it's a headpiece, you cut their head off to, to take the to take the uh the headpiece arm body parts it's it's interesting like it's a cool upgrade system you can kind of game the system because every time you go back to the save point everything resets all the characters reset in the same exact areas so it's it, again like dark souls if you know the game it's not random hmm. it's, it's the same fucking bosses every it's the same fucking enemies every time so once you get powerful you get the currency that you need to upgrade your character uh, and the other thing about the game is like the level design is you'll start out in a certain area. And when you get through it, you're like, oh, shit, how the fuck am I going to get back to this place? I went really deep into the thing. But like a shortcut will open up to get you back to the save point. And you're like, whoa, that's some cool fucking that's pretty cool level design because you'll run through this whole long ass basement. But then a door will open up you're like, oh, shit, I'm right back where I started before. But then you can run right back to that door again to get to the further part of the map. I don't know. Have any of you ever played Dark Souls? For like an hour, once <laughs> that's, that's <basically laughs> level design is like that. It's like it's a giant world, but once you get further into it, there's always some kind of of shortcut that will get you back to where you need to go, so you don't have to keep running around in a fucking circle to get back to this place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's a fun game, like surprisingly good that not a lot of people play. So, both of those games. Cool. Oh, and I played Okami HD as well. Go week. I love that game, but we'll talk about all that later. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like two thirds of them on your game of the year list. <laughs> oh, fucking two weeks before the end of the year. So, well, that is, that is the new stuff. Um, real quick, housekeeping before we move onward. So, if you go to densepixels.com slash premium, you can sign up for premium content. And if you have not done it yet, you now have no excuses to do it because. We can say Merry Christmas again. We have Christmas deals on densepixels.com slash premium. Uh, you can sign up for $45 for the entire year. That's $5 less than the normal $50 that we usually charge. So now you get three months for free, basically, when you sign up for an entire year. Let's say you're like, man, I don't know if I want to sign up for the year. I want to sample the 350 plus hours of content that's on the premium channel first. Well, good news for you. You can sign up for a monthly subscription instead of $5 a month. Your first month will just be $2 and then it'll be $5 a month after that. So if you just want to check it out for a month and make sure it's worthwhile investment, pay the $2, then sign up for the year for 45. Once you, once you, you know, listen to the area grievances, once you listen to look forward, once you listen to the men with the golden tongues, and once you listen to no time to bleed, like as soon as you listen to a couple episodes, those you'll be like, Oh man, I should definitely sign up for the year. And then you'll pay your $45 and get your holiday pricing. 
That's a great deal. That is a great deal. So much so that this is the first I'm hearing of the $2 uh, uh, deal instead of $5. Um, Let me tell you something. If Jay was going to do that, I would have sworn up and down that it would have been $3. (laughs) He is making it $2? What? Yeah, <laughs> the world on topsy turvy. <laughs> Maybe the world is flat. I don't know. <laughs> I would never have imagined that he would have gone down to two dollars. That is not like him at all. You know he what? We'll call that the flat Earth discount. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> the flat Earth discount deal. Two dollars for your first month. But again, densepixels.com slash premium. You can check out the promotional offers right there. Or if you want to be, you know, really cool, you can still give us the fifty dollars for the year if you want to. But why would you? It's 45 right now. Go sign up today. Um, also make sure you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash pixels. Hit the subscribe button while you're there. You can watch the video of me destroying people in the crucible in Destiny 2 that we put up for Let's Play when I put in 28 and 3 and run ran rough shot over people. It's amazing. You also get this podcast in video format every single week. Did you guys watch that, by the way? Yes, I did not. It was very. Oh my god, Terrence! I, Terrence, I, you get to see my favorite kill ever, where I, where a guy was jumping at me as he was, uh, as I was shooting him with a hand cannon, and on the last shot, at, right before the shot hit him, he went to swing his sword. So because of that sequence of events, I helicoptered the guy. It's the funniest thing <laughs> that I've ever seen <laughs> in Destiny Two. It was hilarious. You but again, get you get you get Let's Plays. You get weekly episodes of this podcast in video format. So again, youtube.com slash pixels. Click the subscribe button. And one last thing. All of the TNP Studio shows are now, not the premium ones, but all the free ones are now on Spotify. So check it out. If you use Spotify, if you prefer to receive your podcast that way, that's an option for you now. You can check it out there. Coming Distractions will be on Spotify very soon. So you know, to get your movie reviews on Spotify, you can do that too. So again, check out all the TMP Studio shows on Spotify if that's what you use. New releases this week. There's not many. There's one. Of note. <laughs> it's that Accounting Plus PlayStation VR game that they showed at PlayStation Experience last week that has one of the dudes from Rick and Morty that's designing it. Oh, all right. That's cute. That is what it is. So, and then as far as uh, release date announcements, new game announcements, Nina Kuni 2 delayed again uh, now to March 23rd. Uh, March is shaping up to be an absolutely loaded month. So, we'll see how that goes. But I will, uh, I will pass the mic over to Terrence with our headlines. Yes, first up, take two creating new publishing label that focuses on independent games. Uh, and they will allow... Um, developers to keep the rights to the IPs which is pretty cool um, apparently the first to do this is going to be Obsidian <clears throat> the company that makes competent games but they don't know what a, they don't know what a, they don't know how to fix bugs yeah, they don't know how to put games without fucking bugs Obsidian makes the GoBot version of <laughs> <laughs> like the thing is, like sometimes they improve on other on other games, but they just don't know they they don't stick the fucking landing. Yeah, like they just it's like yeah, we got a lot of great ideas, but we're 
we don't know how to we don't know how to program correctly. I don't know what they I don't know what the problem is. But uh, Take Two has announced a new publishing label called Private Division, focused on partnering with independent teams. Um, one of these teams is City Entertainment, which means the big new RPG in development there. What's it called? Uh, I don't think they have a name for it yet. Or am I? Did I just not see uh, it? Pro- oh no, that's not. Uh, that's not them. There, there's another studio <laughs> from Sweden that's involved with this as well. Um, this is interesting. It's kind of curious as to why Take Two would want to do this, especially well, let, let if them keep the IPs. Yeah, especially if they're not going to own the properties. <laughs> Like, yeah. where's the benefit to them? I mean, I guess it's a benefit if the game does well. Oh, yeah. So, well, we've seen what happens with companies that take, take the IPs over. Look at um, EA. Look at Image. It, who? Image. Image Comics. Image who? formed from... They, they spawned off from... There's a bunch of writers and creators who used to work at Marvel, and they were like... Let's just go do our own thing. <laughs> like the way Marvel does business. This was back in the 90s, obviously. And um, the gimmick with Image was that if you create a character, that character is yours. Even if you is create that, is that um, why is Topic Fallen on Spawn? Yeah. And Topic Fallen is not the nicest of guys when it comes to business. He doesn't really. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't really. No business, but he's trying to be a businessman. But anyway, that was that's very similar to the image model. Um, I don't know. I think I think one of the reasons that I'm wary is because it seems very benevolent for a company like 2K <laughs> or Take Two. Yeah. To uh to be like, yeah, we're gonna help you get these games made and and put resources into it. You're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting for. Right. I mean, they even talked to Obsidian gear. They they even talked to either Obsidian or, or Take Two themselves, and they're like, "Well, what microtransactions are going to be in this RPG?" And they said, "Not a one." And I'm like, "That seems curious to me," because you're Take Two. Like, I don't believe you. <laughs> that's how that's how jaded and cynical 2017 has made us. Right. We need a mandate to have some sort of microtransaction. Like, give us a dollar to press start. <laughs> so that's, I mean, on its face, that's cool of them, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, up next, uh, Predator's going to beat it in, in, in Ghost Recon niggas is wildin'. Uh, I don't... <laughs> I really I don't... I don't really get it, but that's cool. I mean, it's it's a, it's a special event. I don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, what is this? That's our freaking predator is going to show up. We'll be getting more. You know, well, no, no, no. Yeah, he's going to be showing up. And I don't know now. what he's going to do. He's now. You can, now. Use it, or you can play against him now. Yeah. Like, who the fuck plays this? Yeah, this is uh, this, is, this is a really good idea wasted on a game that nobody plays. Like. I would love to to play. Well, I guess it would be like uh, evolve, right? Where yeah, one person plays the predator, right, and then and then everyone else is. But I don't think the I don't think a human player is the predator. Though. I think it's just a yeah. It's just a event in the game. That map is pretty fucking big, and not unless it's made a specifically designed map for for this particular thing, because that map is huge. 
All right. Well, think of it this way. Like, this would be a really cool idea. Uh, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, but multiplayer and in the jungle, right? Because that's essentially what Nemesis was, right? He was just this big lumbering thing stalking you and you didn't write where it was. <clears throat> I, I I like the idea. I just... Um, I wish I don't like it in this game. Yeah, like I, you know, I mean, they look. The game might be good. I, I don't think I've ever seen a review for it. <laughs> dead serious. I don't think I've. Matter of fact, I'm going to look. <laughs> I choose. Yeah. I choose to believe that this that this whole thing was brought about because they saw our show title last week and they're like, you know what? We're gonna be wild now. <laughs> Predator. So I'll take credit for yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, I mean, it's cool. Uh, again, like for those that have actually played it. Actually, I do have a couple people, a couple people on my friends list that actually played the game when it first came out. They don't play it anymore. So, are they? I bet you they're coming back now. Check out the Predator. Is it free? It's an yeah, event. I think so. Right? I think so it's just part of the a, part of the main game. So, yeah, you got oh. it, but it's free. That's cool. Whatever. Have fun with your Predator um, event on a game that to be playing it like they wouldn't do this shit if they if no one was playing it right i gotta believe that the game is good yeah i played the demo it was fine i did not find enough for me to buy it but um would you, would you pick it up on like a like a deep sale yeah i would then you would have to have people to play it with yeah that's the other thing like you play- these co-op only games Mm-mm. It's either a co-op or you can have like three computer control people. Mm. Like that's not fun. No, it's not Call of Duty. It's not, <laughs> not fun at all. The new Call of Duty has a in zombies. You can probably have AI alongside you. Uh, you have a, you have an AI squad in the main campaign also. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. You're right. You're right. You do the whole gimmick. You know the whole band of brothers thing and. Hey you, I need a hey uh bear Jew, I need a med pack. <laughs> I need some ammo. And I forget what the other guy does. So that's that's a thing. Um next up, like you guys might actually want to take because I don't care. Destiny 2's holiday event adds snowballs, mayhem, and new gear. Go ahead, Brad. The dawning's back. Yeah, whatever. I told you I'm not gonna play this game. Ever. Stick it to my guns. Dude, the, the, so the dawning's back. Mm. Uh, the armor set that you get that you can earn looks sweet. Uh, the sword looks sweet. You'll get gifts as per usual. There'll be special dawning themed items and shit that you can get from Eververse, of course. Dawning's how Eververse started in the first place, if I recall correctly. Yeah, in Destiny One, even in um, Destiny, uh, the holidays are all about consumerism. <laughs> <laughs> Um and mayhem's coming back in yeah, PvP. Fun man. So look look forward to the dawning. Apparently, you can throw snowballs at enemies and strikes too. Do they do, and it'll stun them. Yeah, and then you can do big damage after they're st- while they're stunned. That's kind of cool. I'm glad this game is uh, embracing the silliness of it all. You know what I mean? Like we're just out here having a good time. So this will be running for three weeks um, till January 9th, I do believe. All right. So yeah, look, looking forward to it. That sword does look nice. I do like that dawning sword. Looks like something you'd find in Legend of Zelda. 
I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the saber esque swords. You know, the say the swords with the curved edge. Right. Yeah, I don't like those. I did just get a um the crown splitter for my Titan. I haven't used it yet, but that looks pretty cool. Ah, uh, I accidentally sold mine because I did not <laughs> class exclusive sword. So and I've yet to get another one. And I'm kinda pissed. Can't you just get it from Kate? Um you can't buy it from, can you? I'm pretty sure you can. You can't? Yeah, you, every, all the other like special items you can rebuy from a vendor. I'll have to see. Whenever I go to Cade, he's like, You want this map? Like <laughs> the map. And I usually don't talk to Cade unless I do, you know, the flashpoints. Hmm. Then I go to Cade. I got a Jade Rabbit for my how how, how is it? Just like it was rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skit scout rifle. Scout rifle. Uh, a vibrator. Anyway. <laughs> I uh, I've, I've been I've been enjoying getting the Osiris weapons so far. I've got three of them to date. I need, I need to do that. Uh, maybe, I maybe I don't know how to do that. I'll, I'll have to. Uh, have you beaten the heroic adventure yet? After the campaign, I've done one adventure. All right, so you need to do two more. The two other regular adventures, which you can do easily solo, and then come get me to help you with the heroic adventure. Unless you want to take forty-five minutes to do it solo, like I did. No. And then once you do that, that unlocks the forge and you can start grinding for materials and stuff. Oh, okay. Because I usually avoid those adventures unless I know there's something to be bought from. There, there is in this case. You do have to do them to unlock the uh, the forge. So. All right. Well, then I'll do that. Then. Oh, that means I have to do it two more times, too. After the first time. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking balls. Sometimes I wish shit like that was account-wide. But that uh, is what it is. And finally, in um, headlines, uh, New Zealand and the worldwide leader in video game entertainment uh, is saying that loot boxes are not gambling. I mean, they're not necessarily, so they're not wrong, but New Zealand. What the fuck? Do they play games in New Zealand? <laughs> they do. I ho- hopefully their censorship laws are a lot less strict than they are in Australia. Yeah, Australia. They're like, y'all, you can't, you can't even pull the trigger on a gun. <laughs> in, in Australia, it's crazy. But well, yeah, Australia um, is a big ass penal colony. Like, yeah, they don't want to. <laughs> don't want to encourage that shit. Like, wait a minute. You want to rile up a fucking real gun? Said the quote here, and this is from Trish Millward who is of the Gambling Compliance Office for New Zealand's Department of Internal Affairs. This is what I've been saying the entire time. Um, Players, quote, do not purchase loot boxes seeking to win money or something that can be converted into money. Yeah, you spend money to pay for shit. That's right, to get get a a tchotchke. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) New Zealand is like, no, it's not gambling, dummy. I, I think I think this might be a bigger I, I think this story could be a big deal because this is the first you know government to come out and say no we don't think that this is uh, like like a something that needs to be um regulated essentially yeah but which it, which if if other people if other governments follow that suit then this might 
it, like it's still a problem on on the on the you know gaming side of it, but at least government won't necessarily be sticking their nose in to uh to tread on the situation. Yeah, don't tread on me. Isn't that what it says? No, yeah, I my the version of that flag that I like the most is the one that says I'm white and afraid of everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite version of the uh, of the snake flag. That's funny. So well, that's it for headlines. Um, listen, guys, less than a week left until Christmas. As you're listening to this, Hanukkah is going on right now. Uh, Kwanzaa happens after Christmas. Does it? I don't. Even I think so. The ghost recon wildlands. Nobody knows how to. Nobody knows the name. Nobody knows when it came out. Nobody knows if it's good or not. <laughs> For those that uh, celebrate the winter solstice, that's in a couple of days. Okay. Point. The point is, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> the point is, is that you need to, when you do your holiday shopping, you got to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon because you will pay the same low Amazon prices. But we get a small percentage of the sale, which helps pay for overhead costs for the show. And we thank everyone that has used our link and continues to use it. But yeah, I, I've been buying shit like crazy on Amazon because that's just fucking what you do this time of year. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you are too. Shipping? Have Amazon Prime's? Between like now and Christmas? It, oh, is it? Yeah. Like if you get, if, like I need to buy more things. You order something be, uh, before nine o'clock, I think you get it shit same day if you have Amazon Prime. And we have a, distrib- a distribution center in our state. As long as it's, it's 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 literally like two miles from me. Yeah, as long as it's distributed by, like, yeah. as long as the people from Amazon are bringing it, because there's one courier that that uh, they used to use that I can't stand. <laughs> and if I remembered their name, I would go on a fucking irrational rant about them right now. But I can't remember it, and you're fucking lucky I can't. Sons of bitches. But what Micah, but what Micah does remember is he goes to densepixels.com slash Amazon all the time. I just have to, to make his, my wife to do it now. <laughs> now what you do see is you is you do that, and then you bookmark that link in the bookmarks page for Amazon, and that way every time you click it, it takes you to the affiliate link. There you go. Now Jay can be able to. See all the crap that my wife buys, all the hair products that my wife buys from Amazon. Oh yeah, huh. don't sleep on Amazon. They have everything, but only if you go to densepixels.com/slash/amazon. If you just go to Amazon.com or any other way to get to Amazon, they literally have one fourth of everything that they have, <laughs> unless you go to. Densepixels.com slash Amazon. Yeah, just consider- I feel like that's false. Pixels.com slash Amazon, the free loot box of Amazon. Because <laughs> it unlocks more shit for you to buy. There you go. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. gonna segue that into game of the year. I didn't know how you were gonna do it though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh yeah, it's the end of the year, which means um it's time once again for uh, us to tell you what the best games were this year, uh, at least in our opinions. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go uh, 
uh, everyone is going to give their uh, number five game, then their number four game, then their number three game, et cetera, et cetera. First, we will start with uh, a few uh, honorable mentions. Actually, I would like to save those till the end because that'll spoil your list. Ah, excellent. Okay. See? I've done this before. Man, I'm glad somebody prepared. Lots of lots of board game podcasts have lists. I don't know if you know this, so I've done a <laughs> no, lot of these. <laughs> uh, Terrence, you're up first. First, what the fuck? Yep. I only play five games. Yeah, I want to get you over with. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where, where, uh. Just your number five, though. So just your number five. My number five. Number five. Uh, I did play five games. It was it five or six? I think we, I think we figured I, out that you I, did. A six. lot of the games I didn't finish. Uh, that's fine. Um, but if I was to pick number five of the games that I actually played that came out in 2017, <laughs> it would probably be Tekken five, Tekken seven. Ah. I like Tekken. I have free. I don't like Tekken. <laughs> I don't like the <laughs> <laughs> my number five game of the year, Tekken. I don't like Tekken. <laughs> Fuck Tekken. It's my number five. Yeah, I don't like it. That's why it's at the bottom of the fucking. Terrence's list is going to be my favorite of all time. I don't. I've realized that I am not a fan of the Tekken series. Came like on Xbox, like it looks really good like i think it's in like 900p it looks washed out like it's kind of fucked up how they treated the xbox one version um yeah i don't like the mechanics it's a, it's a, it's a second class citizen what do you expect yeah, fuck you uh, <laughs> but, but yeah I don't, I don't, i'm not a fan i don't know that's my number five fuck that. Uh, my- <laughs> this is gonna be very easy <laughs> my uh my number five is uh horizon zero dawn um that game was really fun and um it's it was something original um you know in terms of uh aesthetics the gameplay wasn't really too original it was like third person far cry to me but i like far cry and i like that type of game um solid uh voice work from everyone um story i uh, you know story didn't move me but the gameplay did and uh yeah that game is that, that game is a game that i have to get back to because it's it's really really fun my number five is horizon zero dawn <laughs> oh snap son and i and i and i echo a lot of micah's uh a lot of micah's sentiment i said it before um long long time ago this game reminded me of Metal Gear Solid 3 in a lot of ways where the the encounters the combat encounters were kind of drawn out you had to plan you had to be smart um I enjoyed that it never got really tedious for me um like so the game's gorgeous I echo Micah's concerns about the story I I shouldn't say the story didn't move me the story was cool the characters didn't move me in any way shape or form but I like the story um and it was a great game and like I said I had I didn't know what to expect from this game um i know we were you know we were excited for it based on previews and stuff like that but again this is still the same company guerrilla games who had up to this point only made the killzone series and the killzone series are very 
good looking games and and they're fun, but they are not they weren't the best like first person shooters in the market. And then shifting to a whole new genre, I didn't know what to expect, but it was an, a terrific game. My number five. Oh, Terrence, <laughs> you're number four. Shit. <clears throat> what other games did I play this year? <laughs> like, I forgot. It was Cuphead. It was Cameron uh, Infinite. Injustice. Surge. No Kami. It's like six games. Goddamn. Um, I mean, if you're paying attention, you just heard Terrence's five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Number four. Uh, I don't know where the fuck I would I put for number four. Um, probably. Uh, favorite games. We're doing favorite. Games? The best, the the, the the best games of the year. Oh man, ah, number four. I mean, but but favorite too. I mean, your 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 bias is gonna I'm, creep into this, of course. We're gonna have to go with Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Number four. I thought that was gonna be like number one. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like not at all. Look, the game, the the mechanics, mechanics, amazing. Like they're they're really good. It's got one of the ugliest upfronts you will ever see in a video game. Like the 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 UI is ugly as fuck. The graphics are terrible. <laughs> Still, the lineup, the fucking characters, no, they suck, dude. <laughs> like I, I I no, like I found characters that I like to play, <laughs> but the gameplay is just solid as fuck. It's broken. It's really broken. Like it's fucked up. Some stones are worthless. Um, like uh, like the mind stone or whatever the fuck it's called. That shit is goddamn garbage. But the game, and but the game is just fun. Like the to actually play the game, it's just a fun game to play. But like everything else is terrible. <laughs> I mean, I guess as far as like games are concerned, like the most important thing is that you're having fun. Like the gameplay is the best is the most important part. But that's all it has. Like everything else is ugly or just unfinished. Ugly game, but it's fun. That's my, that's my four. All right. Terrence is number four. Um, I put a lot of fighting games this year. Uh, yeah. Terrence is number four. Quote, it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> number five. <laughs> I don't like this game. Number four, <laughs> this is ugly. All right. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Um, my number four is. I guarantee you, this is where Brad and I part ways. Uh, my number four is Yakuza Zero. It's um, oh, out of my list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Look, Yakuza is um. Or Yakuza or Yakuza. I, I don't I don't know what, what uh where the emphasis goes. But um it is the series uh I got into it when I realized that I would never ever be able to avenge the death of my father at the hands of Lon <laughs> 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 I figured this was the closest thing to it and uh I enjoyed it. And Yakuza Zero, um 
you know, this game is very popular in Japan. They're, they have uh, like six of them in Japan. And I think we got the first three on PlayStation 2 and I think three. Um, this is a prequel. Uh, this is uh, hence the zero and um, it takes place in the eighties, which doesn't really have any effect on me because it takes place in Japan. And I was not like in Japan in the eighties. I don't know what the hell is going on there, but it's a fun game, man. And it's a fun little action adventure game, uh, action adventure, beat em up game. Like it's, it's a weird hybrid, but it fulfilled the, the, uh, the big Shenmue sized hole in my heart. <laughs> How uh, much is that game? Because is this is this a remake of the original? Uh no, that's Yakuza uh Kiwami. That's so the remake the, of the this original. Is, this like is a, a this is a brand new game. I would get Yakuza Zero before I would get Yakuza uh Kiwami. Because I I remember playing Yakuza on PlayStation 2. Yeah. Yeah I fucking love that game. Yeah, and it's, like the it's, game it's really fucking it's it's silly as fuck. Yeah, but it's it super fucking silly. And this <laughs> and that was a zero is is uh is no different. Like it's it knows it's it's got that weird Japanese kitsch that that and that offbeat humor that uh, that that I just find amusing for some strange reason. Um, I would if you like if you enjoyed uh, Yakuza on PS2. Uh, I would probably still pick up Yakuza Kiwami. Like it's on, like it's a, a a budget price game, but I would pick up Yakuza Zero before I pick that up. Uh, it's it's literally twice as long, and um, it it has, and you get to play as two different types of people. And um, I don't know if you remember uh, Majima in uh, Yakuza, but he's the second character, and he has a different fighting style than uh Kazuma. Um yeah, it's great. My number four, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Ah this game is fu- it's it's perfect. It is a perfect <laughs> Mario Kart game, the definitive Mario Kart game, so much so that Nintendo would be better served adding content to this game rather than putting out Mario Kart 9 because Mario Kart 9 is going to be a disappointment compared to how good Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is. <laughs> you heard it here first. Fantastic game. Enjoy the online play. Enjoy playing on the couch with people. A proper battle mode. I didn't play Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, but that game was devoid of a battle mode, which I don't understand how you make a Mario Kart game without having a regular battle mode. This one adds it in. It's fine. So many tracks. Fixing the online problem is good because, like I said, I can play Mario Kart, you know, DS because the whole snaking issue online. They fit that, you know, I haven't seen that crop up here, and it's fun, man. Like I said, I, I I sunk a ton of hours in this game this year. It is excellent. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, my number four. Hmm. Terrence, you're number three. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, <clears throat> number three. I gotta put these in order right quick. Um, huh. What the fuck did I play again? <laughs> like, she she even like a pen or paper or some sort of word processing yeah, program sure. available. Yeah, I, I do. I just do. <laughs> um, <laughs> number three. 
Play discern. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Cuphead. I don't like that game. <laughs> <laughs> like the game made me very angry. But I gotta give it. I gotta give credit where credit is due. It's it's a fine game. Like it's a it's basically an indie studio uh, that designed a game that they wanted to design. Um, music, graphics, all of that gameplay. It's it's good, man. It's but that game can suck my dick. Like I can't. I don't. <laughs> like it's fucked up, man. That game put me through hell, and I'm too old for that shit. But um. Like it's a good game. Like, look, if you like a challenge, again, I don't think it's hard. It's just <sighs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but it's it's a solid game. Like it's a it's a good fucking game. Like I saw like a good game that I don't really have an affinity for. All Let's... right, <laughs> if you are if you are keeping score, Terrence number five is I don't like this. Terrence's number four is this game is ugly and Terrence's number three is this game can suck my dick (laughs) man I uh my number three is uh Injustice 2 I um I I wasn't a, a huge fan of um NetherRealm Studios fighting games because I didn't know how to play them. Like I didn't, I didn't like, like there's a certain rhythm in, yeah. in, in the button pressing that you Yeah, have. The rhythm is really off putting when you're going from Capcom games to, to, to this. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. But once I got the hang of it, that game's really fun, man. Like it, it, I, I, I was playing it. Uh, I was playing it yesterday. Um, I really like Black Manta. Like, and this isn't just me being like pro black. Like <laughs> he's black. Uh unless you listen to him. But um he's really fun to play. Like, I like the feel of that character. I like the feel of uh Green Arrow. It's just a a fun, silly game to play that um takes my love of my affection for fighting games and my love of uh uh comic book crap and <laughs> The um and the superficialness, uh, superficialness, I guess. Superficiality. There you go. Whatever you just said. (laughs) Being a graphics whore because the game is is one of the best looking fighting games. uh, Yeah. Character models I've ever seen ever, ever. (laughs) Um, and it has uh solid mechanics and and they do they do like they do like cool stuff right like. Like I usually am not a fan of guest characters. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. Uh, Sub Zero is really fun. Um, I'm not a fan of the Atom, but and I was wondering how that character was going to work yeah. in a fighting game. Like they do, like little shit that that um, that is like wow, this is cool. Like instead of ducking. The atom shrinks, he shrinks. <laughs> to to uh, duck height. Like his, he just shrinks his body to the hitbox that he would have if he was traditionally ducking. And his character power is that he shrinks and he can act, but like it's not super cheap. You know, what I mean? it's not Yoda from Soul Caliber. You know what I mean? Like, 
and and it's just little little stuff like that that I appreciate uh, in that game. That game is a a solid ass fighting game. And so you definitely like it better than Marvel, right? I do. So you like you like DC better than Marvel? Okay, cool. That's what yeah. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Well, right into that shit, didn't I? <laughs> uh, my number three, and fuck the haters, because it's Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> I look, I I don't care about the other other shit surrounding the game. I don't care about you know how it launched and what's happened since then. But all I know is that those three weeks in March when it came out and I played it, like I was fully engrossed into it the controller would not leave my hand you know i put in 70 hours into that game in three weeks time really enjoyed the characters um loved the changes to the combat system to the class system from that standpoint it was definitely like the best mass effect that it, you know has done obviously it didn't live up to the story uh beats and highs and lows that the that the original trilogy did um but i still really enjoyed it a lot and it's it's sad what happened to it and it's sad that we probably won't see another one for a really long time if ever um but i still enjoyed mass effect andromeda and that's why it's my number three terrence (laughs) (laughs) number number two man this is a shit what would i put for number two you know what my number two this is going to be interesting. My number two is going to be Injustice. Um, it's a great game, man. Like what you said, they 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 get it. Like as far as the characters, they get it. Like they they have dialogue for every like individual character matchup. Like it's yep. fucking insane the amount of dialogue that they put into this game. Uh, the fighting mechanics, I loved Injustice One. They just improved on Injustice One's mechanics. Um, great cast uh the the dlc has been pretty solid as far as the characters go like i can't wait to play the ninja turtles like i saw the adam like he talks like a character from the 1950s which yeah. is really fucking funny uh but i was surprised like i don't like his costume i want to see what his costume looks like when you have um upgraded um armor and shit like that but he looks like he's really fun to play um hellboy like he's cat he's comic book accurate like he's cool. Um, Sub Zero was fun to play. Like you said, um, I uh, Red Hood. Yeah. <laughs> like, I totally forgot about. He, Red he was um, Starfire. Is that a name? Yeah, is that a name. He's fun one. to play. Yeah, um, the it's just a good game. Like the production value is great. Like you said, the graphics are amazing for a fucking fighting game. Um. Solid like five hour story <laughs> that you get out of like completely full motion, like voice acted really well. Um, it's just a good game all around. Like it's not it's not just a good fighting game, it's a good game. Like, I mean, uh, people fighting games are a niche genre, but like there's something for everyone in that game. Like, even if you just want to run through the story, put it on easy and just mash buttons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll get through a good story. Um, it's great, like it's a good game. If you're keeping score at home, <laughs> number five is I don't like this. <laughs> number four is this is ugly. Yeah. Terrence's number three is this game can suck my dick. And Terrence's number two is 
it's a good game all around. It's got something for everybody. Yeah. All right. Positivity. <laughs> we, finally, we finally cracked it. Yeah. Finally cracked that hard out of shell. <laughs> My number two is uh, Persona 5. Uh, I picked this game up uh, late, but um, this is everything that I want in a Japanese RPG. It is a turn-based battle system with characters that I enjoy, uh, with music that kicks ass. Uh, my only problem with this game is that the pacing is way off. <laughs> I've I've put 70 hours into this game. I'm still nowhere near finishing it. And God damn. Yeah. Like I I I for those of you that have played it, I'm still in uh I had to take a break from it because I was getting burnt out on it. Uh, but I'm I'm in um the uh space palace, the palace with the outer space theme. Um I think I have I think I have uh, three or four more dungeons, palaces uh, to go. But I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the the. Um, it's weird. The game is set up where you know by day you're this high school student, and by night you're these you know these RPG you know cast of characters, right? And you bond with those characters during the day. And it helps you, and you develop an affinity for them while you're playing the game, um, while you're doing the actual dungeon crawling and stuff like that. It's a great game, man. I I uh, I really really enjoy it, and it hits all the JRPG buttons um, for me. My number two is Destiny Two. This game, it's the the gameplay. Just it's. I've put in over a hundred hours so far, which for me, you know, game's only been out for what three months. I think it's a lot of fucking time for me to invest into a video game, and it's just fun, man. Like I said, the, the story in this one was much better. Of course, that's not why you play. Um, it's it's like comfort food. Like it's it's fun to just get on there and just to veg and run around and do public events, do strikes, fuck around the crucible a little bit. Um, and it's getting better with the expansions. Uh, it's adding some grind, but you know, I'm just talking about the base game. Yeah, it's it's nothing's captured my attention the same way um, this year that Destiny Two has, and it's just really fun. And the thing that I've discovered with this one that I didn't really do as much in Destiny One. Destiny One, I primarily played solo. This one, I've been playing with friends a lot more, and that's kind of opened up the game in a whole new light for me. And that's the the, the times I've had the most fun have been doing nightfalls or running into the crucible with a clan and mowing down you know <laughs> everybody in this game since team shooting is such an important important deal and attempting the raid and all that stuff so it's it's really good i'm looking forward to seeing how the game evolves and shapes up over the years uh, it's my number two for 2017 terrence your number one game <laughs> your game of the 20, year your game of the year for 2017 doesn't exist <laughs> it didn't. Uh, I, I didn't. Eh, it doesn't. I didn't know. Uh, the game, my game of the year for 2017, is a remaster of a game that came out in 2006. Um, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. Actually, now that I realize it, it's Okami HD. Uh, I remember when I first played this game. Uh, it's 
basically it's one of the best, if not the best, Zelda clone like you will ever play. Have any of you ever played the game? Uh twice. Oh, so you Yeah, so you beat you played it. You beat mm-hmm. it. That game is fucking amazing. Like you play a wolf named Amaterasu, who is also in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Um <clears throat> And it's basically just it's an adventure game. You run around and you fight stuff. You you it's basically like it's a well quote, quote unquote Metroidvania. Uh you gotta you have to acquire different skills to open new areas of the of the map. Um but the catch to this game is when you're in when you're fighting, um you get to draw. Like you can hit the R R one button or the right bumper, um, and it'll bring up like uh, a scroll and you can draw certain things on it to attack your enemies like a straight line will slash them like you can draw a bomb you draw a circle and then put a little uh, line in it and it'll create a bomb and it'll show up on the screen and it'll explode so you have a bunch of these different drawing things that you can use with some, and, and those factor into the puzzles like some puzzles hey this place needs sunlight so you pull up the, the scroll and you draw a circle in the sky and it brings out the sun or you draw a circle in the sky when it's dark outside, uh, when it's light outside, and it brings out the moon. Um, just little things like that. The the voice acting is obnoxious as fuck. <laughs> it's because it's not real voices. It's just like it's a uh, like sim speak. It's all kind. It's all jumbled up. It's, and apparently, they actually did the lines, the real lines in the game, but they just jumbled them up. I don't fucking know why they did that. That shit's obnoxious as fuck. But um, I I put I bought it uh, the other day. I bought it like I bought it when it came out. I've already put like eight eight something eight plus hours into it again for like the third time. Um, it's just like the art design to it, the music, the combat, like everything about that game. I fucking love it. Like this is this will be my third time running through this game in ten years. Um, it's. I don't know, man. And it looks really good in HD. <laughs> like, it just looks... It's a good-looking game, even after 11 years. And that um, game, like, once you think... It comes to a point where you think it's over. It's nope. fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Congratulations Yo, on making it a third of the way through. <laughs> right. It's long <laughs> as fuck. Have you ever played it, Brian? Uh, I started it, but I was playing on the wrong console. So... <laughs> Like you should, uh, is it on PS4? It's probably on PS4. Yeah, it's on PS4. It is on I, PS4. I would. Well. I'll, I'll it, wait till it, it goes on sale. It, it's twenty bucks. Oh, it's only twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh, I'll buy it now. Then. Yeah, it's that's nice fine. It's 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 yeah, such a yeah. Good Mike game. Mike Mike knows probably what what console I attempted to play it on. I'm drawing. I'm drawing, I'm drawing on the screen. Oh, ew. Ew. <laughs> no, 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 I couldn't. I wouldn't even dare. But it's so it's such a good game. Like and, and again, it came out last week. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just under the wire. Terrence, like, I, I absolutely love that game. Like if you've never played it, I would pick it up. That's that's my endorsement for that game. If you're keeping score at home, <laughs> Terrence is number five. I don't like this series. Terrence is number four. This is ugly. Yeah. Terrence is number three. This game can suck my dick. <laughs> Terrence is number two. Good game all around. Got something for everybody. And Terrence's number one game for 2017 <laughs> is an 11-year-old game. 
Yeah. That I guarantee you, you will never, you will, you can go anywhere in the on the on the world wide web, as the kids say, and you will not find a more eclectic topic. <laughs> <laughs> I <What>? dare you. <laughs> I didn't play a lot, guys. My uh my number one uh is um Super Mario Odyssey. And um this game just took me back to um uh, the mid 90s and I um it made me fall in love with Mario again. Um it the 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 world it, the different worlds are incredible um a little just a little thing like be, letting mario be able to change his outfit does wonders for me i don't know why like it doesn't affect gameplay at all but it's kind of cool probably because you're not paying four dollars for each costume that you want to buy yeah yeah that's 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 part of it <laughs> um it is a it is a fun game um and it's very creepy too like when you realize that Mario is just taking over the minds of his enemies and, you know, manipulating them to do as he wishes. It's fucking weird, but I I love the game, man. The level design is Mario at its best. Um, Some of the best platforming that I've ever played or that I've played in a really, really long time. And, um, you know, Mario had had uh, fallen out of favor with me with uh, with the water pack game and the um, was it Mario Sunshine? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I came after it. it was uh, I forget the name <laughs> of it? That's how much I didn't really care for it, but um, I took to this. This is great, and part of probably part of this is probably nostalgia. I'm willing to admit, but. Um, Look, it's a great game, and it's worth buying a Switch for. And um, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is my 2017 game of the year. Well, to wrap it up, my 2017 game of the year is Super Mario Odyssey. Um, Look, you'll notice that uh, Breath of the Wild did not make it on any of our lists. It was probably number six for Terrence, I I would imagine. Um, (laughs) It was, it was, it was just <laughs> almost made it. But the, but the reason why, and, and I was thinking about this because I mean Zelda and Mario are both not very different games. Obviously, Mario is so such a, re- a rewarding game, and that's something that you don't see as much anymore. Where I can spend ten minutes playing Mario Odyssey, and I, every even in ten minutes time, I can still feel like I did something. Like I can still earn a couple of moons. I can still you know, explore an area of a map that I might not have checked out before I can gun for a specific objective and feel like I accomplished something. If I play for two hours, I'll accomplish a whole lot. Um, it's it's great. It's also great how in in a year where, you know, loot boxes and microtransactions and publishers taking stuff away from you, not letting you earn stuff in games was like the dominant narrative. Here's a game where not only like, you know, like like we talked about, the costumes, you can earn them all. They have achievements in the game. 
And the achievements have a tangible reason for existing. Like they give you more moons to earn in the game. Um, there's secret bonus levels that are locked behind getting certain number of moons. I finally got to the darker side. Fuck that level. <laughs> it's hard as shit. But it's something to to work toward and to and to to work, uh, you know, to to uh, goal to strive for. And, and there's a lot of moons in this game that I don't know if I'll ever get. Um, there's over 800. There's a lot of shit to do. And I have over 500 so far. And some of the moons in there I might never see. You know what I mean? But that's okay. Um, it's just a fun game. Like, like Mike said, the platforming is excellent. The level design is great. Um, the, the Easter egg at the end of the game for longtime fans is some of the best fan service that I've ever seen in a video game. And that certainly probably influenced this a little bit too, I would imagine. Um, like Micah said, Mario Sunshine really turned me off. I enjoyed Galaxy 1. Um, I played a lot of Galaxy 1. Galaxy 2, I, for some reason, just didn't didn't do anything for me as much, even though it was a better game by objective opinion um, than Galaxy 1. But yeah, this this one's back. Um, totally, you know, between this and a couple other games, the, the, the Switch has been a great investment this year. And Nintendo's back. Yeah. Nintendo is back and and Mario Odyssey easily the the biggest triumph for them uh in a year of triumphs and in the game industry that's why it is my game of the year for this year. Uh do you want to do honorable mentions? Sure. Terrence, do you have any honorable mentions? No. I put the third <laughs> last night. That was that's fun. <laughs> that counts as an honorable mention. Yeah, sure. Um <clears throat> I'm going to run down uh, my honorable mentions from 10 to 6. Uh, Tekken 7, uh, Destiny 2, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, Mario Kart 8, and Mass Effect Andromeda. Just missed it. It upsets me that Mass Effect couldn't crack into your top five. It couldn't do it. It makes me sad. Couldn't do it. Uh, my 10 to 6, because I have the rest of my top 10 here. Uh, number 10, Everybody's Golf. Uh, number 9, Next Machina. Number eight, Undertale. Uh, number seven, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And number six, Splatoon 2. That's a whole lot of Switch games on your top ten. Shocking, isn't it? It is. So that underlines the year of Nintendo. Um, we turn to you, our listeners, and we want to know what was your 2017 game of the year? Amir says, hands down, it's got to be Horizon Zero Dawn. New IP with a great story. Second is Assassin's Creed. And Persona is third. And Amir probably platinumed all three of those games. Yeah. In the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, John, Johnny Platinum Persona, um, he said it took him 180 hours. Yeah, I believe it. So, it's a lot of hours. Uh, Malcolm says, as much as it gets dragged, Destiny 2, it keeps my interests and he says, Brad, you and Cam could have had a lawsuit for pushing a crippled Daniel Bryan last night at Clash of Champions. I missed it, man. I fell asleep in my couch like a fucking old man. Uh, that's okay. It, it was a fine show, but it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't, you know, anything. It's not appointment viewing. It was good. Not great. Um, Chris says Yakuza Zero. 
I can say this because the Yakuza series has been a low-key good franchise since the PS2 era when it started. It never got the recognition for a while because it wasn't high profile. In comes Yakuza 0, which ended up getting lots of new eyes in the franchise, and I noticed this being talked about a lot now, which is awesome with Yakuza 6 coming out next year. Is that true? Yes, it's coming out. Oh, it came out in Japan already, didn't it? Yeah, it, it came out in okay. Japan like years ago. Okay. Uh, Jake says it won't be fourth to seven, um, but because the game's been beta since launch. His game of the year, though, is Prey. Uh, dog on it all you want, but it was a creative relaunching of a franchise done well and deep enough that the game merits several playthroughs. The Neuromod abilities are crazy, and how your environment reacts to it is interesting. Is that game... Uh... Does that game have any uh, resemblance to what it once was? Like, I don't know. Can we can we even call it? Can we can we call it a reimagining or just a new series that just happens to have that name? I'm sure you probably the latter. You can go with. I would say it probably it probably harkens back to it at some point, in some way, shape, or form. I didn't play the original, so I can't I can't speak on that. Hmm. Okay. Pray. Pray. That's why we pray. 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 Okay. pray. pray. <laughs> All right, I'm saying stop. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no, it's, no, it's different. It's a lot different than the original. Way different. <laughs> uh, Cam says, I'm going with Super Mario Odyssey, as my tag team partner would. I thoroughly enjoyed every bit of the game's story. So many fun nods to the older games, including the original Donkey Kong. Yeah, forget that. I was a, a Pauline guy, Paulina, whatever the hell her name was. It's Pauline. I, that that level was cool. I almost died on it a couple times. So <laughs> that Donkey Kong deal. Uh, Mark says Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, good story and mechanics, and Horizon Zero Dawn better than Zelda Breath of the Wild. You damn right, Mark. Uh, Johnny says Mario Odyssey or Persona Five. Get my pick. Both are tremendous and worth the price of admission. Uh, and he says, congratulations for winning at Clash Champions to me. Thank you. Uh, and more good news for me. My episode suggestion was selected for the next episode of Time on the Draw. So enjoy the uh, 98 Royal Rumble. Uh, Dustin says, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I had never played a Zelda game before. It was the shits. Also, Wolfenstein needs to get a nod. It was a great story, and the shooting mechanics were flawless. I'm surprised that didn't crack your top 10, Micah. Um yeah, I, I I realize that I play a lot of shooters, and I get burnt out on them very easily. Um, so I'm trying to limit my shooter intake, and my shooter intake is being um, taken up by Destiny. So if I, I'm not gonna have more than one shooter on my top ten list, like I'm just not. Uh, Carrie says, Breath of the Wild, it provided a challenge without becoming frustrating, a world with so much to explore, and for the first time had a narrative that focused on what the actual legend of Princess Zelda actually was. Plus, it was gorgeous. I'm still working my way through the new DLC, which has been a great addition to the main game. Uh, put in well over 100 hours and still having a blast. Her runners up were Persona 5 and Mario Odyssey. Uh, Trey says, Persona 5 because Anne is Bay. Micah, is that true? Um, she is, but I don't like blondes. Uh, I, I, uh, I was hot for teacher. <laughs> <laughs> train, train up. That means there's a teacher. You got, 
that this you got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. Uh, absolutely, you're hot for feature. I'm hot for feature, and um, yeah, there's a there's a uh, there's a teacher that yeah, one of thought you were singing up. Usher. Say what the fuck? <laughs> the that... Brad was singing Usher. You got it bad. Oh, no, I'm singing Van Halen. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Usher, Usher uh, stole that from Van Halen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thief. <laughs> Uh, Rory thought that he was going to have to defend his choice with with a, with a fight of Super Mario Odyssey. He didn't realize that two of the hosts of the show had it at the top of their list. Yeah. Rory, we are with you. You're in good company, Rory. Uh, Robert says, my personal game of the year is Goa. Even if it is only about an hour of gameplay to beat the story, it is a kind of puzzle game that I haven't seen before, and the artwork is stunning. I'll have to check that out because I'd never heard of it. Uh, Randy says, I'm going to go with that easy game that Terrence played and didn't stream towards the end. Cuphead. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Stuart says, Horizon Zero Dawn. Beautiful visuals. Great story. Robust open world. Very cool combat mechanics. Robot dinosaurs. And most importantly, Lance Reddick. I just want to point out, Lance Reddick appears twice in my top five. Just saying. Yeah, it does. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joshua says, Persona 5, even though I only beat the first palace, the original soundtrack is superb. You are correct. I keep hearing people people say that. It's uh, it's very acid jazzy. So if you like... Oh, I'm, a fan, I'm a fan of that. So. If you're a fan of that, you will be a fan of this. Evan says, even though the game is two years old, Rainbow Six Siege was revamped this year, and it's hands down the hardest and most satisfying FPS I have ever played. I'll give you partial credit, Evan, because they do keep coming out with new content for Rainbow Six. So, hmm. Justin says, let us not forget about the wonder that is sportified ritualistic sacrifice on display in Pyre. That's one of those ones that I wish I had gotten to. Um, I'll have to at some point because hmm. I heard it's really, really good. From the guy that did um, the fuck of that game. It's it's yeah, it's from Super Giant, who did Bastion and uh, Transistor. Oh man, well that's a purchase. Yeah, it's a and apparently it's unlike anything you've ever played before. And then uh, Cornell wraps it up. He says Hellblade, the sound design and visuals for a budget title, along with the story, were all top notch for me. I still want to go I'm also back. surprised you didn't play. I'm, say, I'm surprised you didn't play Hellblade. Like a, yeah, I want to go back and, and play that. I um I knew I wouldn't be able to I knew I wouldn't have time to play it when it came out, and then it just came out and I never got back to it. But I do want to go play that. Well, thank you guys for your responses. All that says to me is 2017 was a fucking loaded year for video <laughs> games. Yes, indeed. I can't think of I can't think of a year that had more like top titles like horizon would have won game of the year in like you know all 10 of the past 10 years except for this year probably yeah <laughs> yeah with, 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 with some exception along the way and then here comes the the fucking grandfather of modern video gaming releasing their flagship titles in <laughs> <one year. laughs> it's just like well sorry horizon 
And everyone's like, oh, 2018 is going to be better. It's not going to be better. 2018 is <laughs> going to probably be pretty good. I don't, I don't see it living up to the lofty heights that uh, 2017 <laughs> excelled to. I really don't. Unless there's some shit that we have no clue about that's coming out next fall that's going to blow us away. Well, I'll tell you right now, Spider-Man's going to be my game of the year for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's garbage? What if it's garbage? You don't care. You can play as Miles Morales. I can play as Miles. I can see Miles, so that's fine. <laughs> well, that is uh, that is it for us this episode. That is also it for us in 2017. There will not be uh, a new episode next week, so uh, you'll have to wait until the new year to hear our dulcet tones again. Uh, but in the meantime, if you've not joined our fan group, go to densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, request, request to join. We will let you in. Uh, there's awesome, fun conversations happening in there every single day. Uh, make sure you visit our website, densepixels.com. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We will read it on the air if you do. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at DensePixels. Subscribe to the podcast on any podcatcher that you use, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, whatever. Subscribe to the show. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash densepixels. Take advantage of the densepixels.com slash premium Christmas sale and get your premium membership for cheap. Follow us on Twitch. I am Dense Pixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. Carrie is Suffitz Carrie. I believe is that. So, gentlemen, fine episode. Listeners, we will see you again in the new year. Until then, peace. Happy New Year. Faded. <laughs>